It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 807 on a Saturday morning, 56 degrees outside. Has not moved one degree since we came in this morning at 6 a.m. This is La- <clears throat> excuse me. This is Walter Reeves with his frog in his throat. This is Lawn and Garden Show. We're here to help you be more successful doing whatever you want to do in a garden. And one of the things you can do, not only in your garden, but also for your home and landscape, is to attend the Atlanta Home Show next weekend. Our friend Michael Schavenhorst is with us this morning. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Walter. How are you, sir? I'm well, sir. <clears throat> I don't know if you got any feedback, but last Saturday I announced very confidently that today was the home show. That I would be there and <laughs> all that, and uh, I had to retract that pretty quickly on my Facebook account. So it is next weekend that we'll be at the Cobb Galleria. That is correct. That is correct. I'm sure there was a crowd out there this morning, and they'll all come back next week. Well, I hope not. They'll be down here to the station and beat me up for <laughs> in the <Yeah>. wrong place. <laughs> so this is the how. This is the what teenth. Atlanta Home this Show. This is the 40th annual. You think of four decades of wow. uh, the Atlanta Home Improvement. Yep. Sure. Improving home Atlanta, Atlanta home uh, lifestyles, and uh, it's it's amazing. It's it's the biggest in Georgia, and it's uh, it's going to be a great, fantastic show. We're so happy to have you uh, appearing on the stage there and broadcasting live. Yeah. And I'll be uh, there Friday. What Friday at noon, right? Friday at noon. Yep. Planning perfectly. Planning and we perfectly. Actually, yeah, we've got just the Reliable Heating and Air Home Show stage. We've got a great lineup, lots of outdoor uh, topics, uh, extending landscape color, next-generation outdoor lighting, LEDs. Uh, big thing that we have that I really don't think I can remember a time when we've had two um, this level HGTV and, in John's case, TLC trading spaces, John mm-hmm. getting an Egypt charade right. on the stage on the same show. So uh, Egypt's appearing on uh, Saturday at one and three, and John is appearing on uh, Sunday at one and three. Great. So both of them have huge followings in Atlanta and uh, great careers, and both on on TV right now. And so we're really excited about that. Um, you know, we've got the, the backyard beer garden. Everybody wants us to keep doing that. <laughs> and, uh, it's really popular. It's the right here backyard beer garden. Uh, benefiting uh, Hope Atlanta. It's a five dollar donation. You get to sample up to five different types of red hair beer. I mean, that's a heck of a deal. Sure it is. So. Uh, very excited about that, but uh, the, the he shed versus she shed that's become so popular. These uh, designer sheds, uh, very excited about that, and uh, all the information's at AtlantaHomeShow.com. That's the most important thing people can remember. It's got all the list of companies on display, admission coupons, uh, the full stage schedules there, show hours, uh, ten to six on Friday, ten to six on Saturday, and eleven to five on Sunday. Um, Offhand, how many so, how many exhibitors do you have, Michael? Uh, it's right about 350 companies. Good heavens. Yeah, so, so you know, yeah. folks, if you go to the Atlanta Home Show, you're going to find somebody that has something you need for your home. 300 and some companies. There's going to be somebody that has a gutter that you need, mattresses that you need for the house, doors, windows, roofing, electrical, heating and air conditioning, all that kind of stuff. All these vendors will be there at the Home Show this next weekend. They do. It's a great place to do some comparison shopping and you're not driving yeah. all over Atlanta. Uh, you know, you can stop and talk to these people, look them in the eye, and set up appointments, and, uh, you know, have start a great dialogue with the company. And they have been known to do show discounts, too, so this is a good time to say, well, what will yep. you do if I put the money down today? How can you do that for me? And they say, well, 10% off if you do the, do the duty today. So it's nice yep. to sometimes get those uh, get those discounts when you go to the home show as well. 
you know the show so well, Walter. I love it. Speaking of discounts, we need to talk about tickets and all the different ways you get into the show, one of which is to come to see our broadcast from 6 to 9. If you get there before 9 next Saturday, if you say the password reliable, if you get there before 9 o'clock, say the password reliable at the door. Michael will be there greeting you. Then you get to come in to see the radio show, see some of the Dave Baker show, and then get into the full home show for free on Saturday. What else do we do, Michael? Oh, that, that's uh, that's good stuff there. Yeah, we've got uh, general mission tickets for $10, and online uh, at com. there's some coupons for that as well, uh, different coupons. And uh, I think you've pretty much covered everything. What about two for, do we have two for one on Friday, and there's something about that? Yep, yep, that's that's the special on Friday. Uh, and also, if you're uh, in the trade, if you're a realtor, a plumber, electrician, landscaper, anybody that has anything to do with the housing industry, at uh, PMC uh, Pros is our uh, trade day sponsor. So your, your business card is your ticket at the front door on Friday, uh, March 23rd. So, uh, you know, if you're 65 and over and you have ID, you're free. If you're 12 and under, you're free. If you're military or first responder, you're probably going to get one free. We try to make it economical make it for everyone easy. to attend the That's show. Exactly right. So this is yep. next weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Next weekend, the Cobb Gallery is the site, free parking, easy to get to, convenient to lots of people to come in. Tickets, as Michael just said, easy to get come by a ticket at a discount usually. And I'll be there on Friday talking about planting perfect. I'll be there Saturday morning for the radio show. Dave Baker will be there. Uh, Belinda Skelton will be there as well. It'll be a great weekend. I look forward to being there, Michael. Hey, and I do too. And Walter, one quick thing: they just started charging for parking there. It's five dollars, but for that's for the whole day. Under two hours right. is free, but whole day is five days is uh, five dollars. So, right. so I want to point that. that out real quick. But yeah, but all, thank you so much. All the details. All the details at LanaHomeShow dot com. Right. Yep, that's it. All right. See you next weekend, Michael. Right. Thanks, Walter. Take care. All Twelve right. minutes Bye-bye. past the hour at News Talk WSB. Well, it's going to be a bunch of fun. I like going to the home show. It is just a bunch of fun to go see all those vendors. I wander around, of course, during the show and see what's going on and talk to people. It's just just great. I really like it. Dick is in social circle, and Dick joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Dick, good morning. Good morning, Walter. What's going on um, with the flowers? Well, two years ago, I bought 100 daffodils from University of Georgia. I planted them in the fall, and yeah. last spring... They were fabulous. This year, they all came up, but very few had buds or flowers, maybe five or six. Okay. Wow. What would cause that? Daffodils are usually pretty forgiving. They're one of the most forgiving plants that you can plant them in You're weird right. places. They had leaves. Yep. Am I right? Oh, they had leaves, of, but plenty no. Plenty of foliage. Right. Plenty of foliage. Okay. But no buds. I mean, no buds even. How much sunshine do they get, Dick? Um, it varies, but I'd say um, most of them get five, six hours. That should be plenty. That should be enough. Oh yeah, I got I got uh, daffodils un- under the tree line, yeah. and a couple of them came up. I mean, all of them came up, and a couple of them had flowers. Yeah. And I was wondering whether. I needed to fertilize them, but I've never done that before. Right. That's another thing you don't have to do to, fer- to daffodils. They don't really, you know, require right. fertilizer. Hmm. And then, and then I thought, well, maybe I didn't plant them deep enough. Nah. But, I mean, they were four or five inches. Yeah, that should be fine. You know... Dick, this is one of those things you may just have to say, well, so what? I didn't have flowers this year. I have plenty of foliage. So you enjoy the green grass-like foliage if you want to. <laughs> Dig Thank a couple you. of them up just to make sure they're not soggy or something like that. But if they had leaves, they should not 
should not be uh, mushy yeah, or soft well and soggy played. soil. You yeah, know, I just to give you something to do, Dick. I say go get some bulb fertilizer or some ten ten ten, throw it out there just to you know make them feel happy and. Don't worry too much you know, about I it. I did that yesterday. All right, I, good. I put 10, 10, 10 on every one of them, and then I thought, well, maybe I should have put mill organite instead. Nah. Don't worry about it. I think if you want to fertilize them again, I'll tell you the time that will really make them happy, make them real happy, is to fertilize in the late fall, early winter, when you first see the little bitty bits of the leaves come out of the ground, just an inch or so. You know where they're all planted, so you keep an eye on it. Yeah. And so look and see when the leaves are just coming out. That's the time when they're doing most of their root growth is in the late fall, early winter. And so that's when they can really use a little fertilizer to push them around and get some more energy into the bulb and hopefully more flowers for you next spring. I will do that very thing. Winter, early, early winter, just when the you know when people worry that their daffodils are going to come up and bloom in December. No, the leaves are just poking out. That's a great time to fertilize. Yeah, this year that was about early January. Yeah, it could have been, could have been, but that's when you do it. So go ahead and do that, Dick, right. and we'll see what happens. All righty, thanks, Walter. You bet. Thanks for calling, Dick. We got Terry. Terry comes next in here. Hey, Terry. Good morning, Walter. Thank you for doing such a great service for a lot oh, of us you. dumb people out oh, there. Oh, thank you. But <laughs> I have a question. I live in an apartment on the third floor, but I do have a large balcony that faces west. Yeah. If I bought those herbs, in uh, fresh herbs, in the grocery store, they're in those tiny starter pots. Yeah. If I bought those, can I repot them in a big clay pot, put them on the balcony? And if I can... And have a, have fresh herbs all summer, like sure. sage and thyme and that oh, type of thing. Oh, people do it all the time because it's so cheap to get a little bunch of them in that little bitty pot from the grocery store. It's usually 10 or 15 yes. sometimes yep. in there. And really carefully divide them. <laughs> I do right, it next right. to my sink, so I know right. what I'm, where I do it. I pull everything apart and then paint them in individual pots and put them outside. If they have been, if it looks like they've been in the grocery store for a while, maybe more than uh -huh. a month, Harden them off a little bit. Don't put them in full sun the first time you put them outside. Okay. Give them a little bit of shade under a patio chair, or, you know, okay. umbrella, something like that. But okay. by you know two weeks after you put them out for the very first time, they should be plenty hard enough to go out into full sun and okay. start growing. Give them a little fertilizer once in a while, and you have the fresh herbs all summer long. Okay, and just use regular potting soil, or, or do I sure. use something different? Regular potting soil is fine. Perfect. A little bit Great. of milorgan, not milorgan, but uh, Miracle Grow fertilizer is convenient for everybody. You just mix it up okay. in a gallon Perfect. milk jug and water them with that every three or four weeks, and that'll be fine. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate your help. Sure, and have Terry. a blessed day. Thanks so much for calling. Okay. Bye now. We have seven, what is it right now? We better not do another call because we only have 22 seconds to go here. It's 818 at Newstalk WSB. We'll be back to more Lawn and Garden after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. Seems I've got to have a chance to see Every night I have a strangest dream present by the way that could have been Left you on my own all So let's see Oh, that is some good, good music. Thank you, Jason. Here's a quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Today, showers in the morning, maybe some breaks in the clouds this afternoon. 
High today, 74 degrees. Low overnight, 52. Tomorrow, feeling all right. Tomorrow, but mostly sunny. Thunderstorms possible. High tomorrow, around the low 70s and around the mid 50s for the for the low overnight to get my tang tangled around that. Full weekend forecast because of in 10 minutes of News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Kim joins us. Hey, Kim. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks Hi, for Kim. taking my call. Sure. What's up? Well, I have a suggestion for Dick from Social Circle and his daffodils. Please tell me. Well, you know, a lot of people will cut back that greenery mm-hmm. after the bulbs bloom and not let it die back naturally Hopefully in he until didn't the bulb do that. doesn't. Yeah, I should have huh? I should have asked him if he'd done that or not, but it didn't sound like he was, you know, the kind of person who would mow down his daffodils and not did. have the leaves. Hopefully not. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, but, yeah, it's because people do that, and yeah. then they wonder why they don't have any flowers the next year. So, anyway, um, but my question is, last week, during the week, we had some cold temperatures that were, you know, in the neighborhood of freezing. Yeah. And, and, for example, like, I don't know, maybe Wednesday morning, Kirk on the weather thing said, hey, 34 degrees with a wind chill 27. Uh-huh. And I had covered my plants. Do I be, need to be more concerned about 34-degree ambient temperature or that wind chill 27? Ambient. Um, ambient. Wind chill in general is for, for humans because you have the temperature difference when you have your hand in the wind, like putting your hand out the window of a car. You know, obviously it's going right. to feel cooler than it is inside the car, although the temperature is probably the same. So wind chill for plants doesn't particularly affect them. It does a little bit when you have a... A fully leafed out peach tree, for instance, or something that has a lot of leaf surface and the transpiration pulls moisture out of it, and they cool down a, de- a degree or two then. But the ambient temperature is the one to worry about. When Kirk says it's 28 degrees outside and tonight's going down to 24, and you think, oh, my hydrangeas are full of flowers right now, full of leaves. What is going to happen to my blueberries? That's the, right. that's the temperature to worry about. It's the ambient that he, that he predicts. Okay. Right, because I—I mean, I had like—I've been covering my plants because I was worried about my hand Yeah, and, sure. Uh, how did do? By the way, real quickly, how, how did yours do, Kim? They did fine. I—I I buy these um, inexpensive little um, tablecloths, like you use on uh-huh. some, some picnic table at Walmart, because it's plastic. Sure, it's sure. Like an oil cloth, but it's got like a feltness underneath on the bottom side, and then I clip them to the hydrangeas with. Um, yeah. Big clips like you use for folders for your know, sure, black not a, not a bad idea. It's cheap and easy to go to Walmart and get those tablecloths. That's a good idea, as a matter of fact. I hadn't thought about that. Good idea, Kim. It's 828 News Talk WSB. We'll be back after news. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 8.36 on a Saturday. <clears throat> Still my throat won't clear up. It's 8.36 on a Saturday morning, 56 degrees outside. This is Lawn and Garden. I'm Walter Reeves, the Georgia Gardener, here to help you be more successful. And one of the ways I stay more successful is to shop at Pike Nursery. Hanging around with people who are smarter than you are, you get something done some days. My friend Mickey Gasway is with us this morning. Good morning, Mickey. 
Good morning. How are you? I'm well. Early this morning, Mickey, I started the show by talking about things that smell good in my landscape. How my Korean spice by Burnham just started to bloom day before yesterday. Isn't that, isn't that a wonderful wow. smell? Wow. I love it. There was one in my house when I moved there, and I didn't know it for two or three years. I couldn't figure out what it was, the smell was, and but it was kind of back. It was covered up, and it yeah. smells wonderful. Wow, 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 wow. It's just like my, grabbing my by the nose. are still Oof. blooming a little bit. My yep. Edgeworthy is still blooming a little bit. Um, so it's it's a good time. Pretty soon it's time for Confederate Jasmine. We occasionally have tea yep. olives that have a little fragrance to them in the spring right. and the fall, too. And gardenias. Oh, uh, yeah, gardenias, we know of course. It. Of course. It's going to smell good. And you can go to Pike. And any of these good-smelling shrubs, you can go to Pike. And vines, you can go to Pike and give those well. But... Mickey's job every Saturday is to announce what is on sale for 20% off, and at least a couple of the things that we're going to announce this morning are fragrant as well. Yes, that's right. And our, our uh, Pike's pick this week is spring and summer flowering bulbs, but they're not really all bulbs. A lot of them are just dormant perennials. Tubers, some of them, and various things, but we lump them all together. So those are all bulbs. Yes. They're just things that bloom in, yes. the spring, in the summertime. And give you great flowers. I look at the list here. Stargazer lilies. Woo, boy, oh, you can really see. Oh, is that a great see. smell or not? It sure is. And tall, and too. Big lily. dudes. That's yeah. the other one. Yeah. Nice plants. Uh, dahlias are on sale as well? Dahlias yeah, are dahlias on sale. The right. dormant dahlias are on sale. Uh-huh. Um, trillium. And that's the only way we ever get trillium is no. just um, dormant like that. And I love it. Mine's come, mine has come up and down the path to the chicken house, and it's beautiful. <laughs> it really is. One of the plants the... Is on the list is blackberry lily. And that's yeah. one of the plants that I love a lot because, A, the little orange flowers that come out real speckled, oh, yeah. black and speckled. But then that blackberry seed pod just looks great. Yeah. I like that. And they just spread. I love them. Yeah. I think they're really pretty, too. I planted seeds. It's been now three years, I guess. I just collected a bunch of those little black seeds from the blackberry seed pod and put them around the uh, flower garden. And now I have little pieces of blackberry lily coming here and coming there. I look at them and think, what, are you an iris or are you a blackberry lily? <laughs> <laughs> and, and do that? Have they bloomed yet, the yeah, ones you've done couple, Yeah, seed? a couple of them have. It takes a couple, three oh, years, great. I think. One that's did. Right. Two I haven't tried that. I'll year. do that this year. Yeah. So 20% I need off. more stuff. All these summer annually, well, summer bulbs that we lump them together, yeah, all these plants. Warm. Is there a list at each store? How do we know which ones are for sale, Mickey? Well, they're over there with the bulbs. That's okay. how you'll know. Okay. They're over there. With, they're on the rack with the bulbs, and we call them summer flowering bulbs. But so just go pick it. a bunch of them, get your cart, and go ahead and pick a bunch of them, go to the cashier and remind her that this is, or him, that this is the pipe pick of the weekend, and plant some things. And this would be a good weekend to plant, Mickey. The soil is getting warmer. Oh, yeah. It's going to rain next yeah. week a little bit, and this would be a good time to plant some of them. The other one I wanted to mention was uh, Virginia bluebells. Mm-hmm. I love those. That is the bluest blue I've ever seen, and I have I planted one several years ago under some shrubs, and right. it always surprises me when it comes up. But they're beautiful. Now you know the oh, Virginia bluebell has the blue when it when it blooms originally, and then it turns pink after a while. Pink. Mm-hmm. Why it does it turn pink? pink? Well, I have no idea. I thought you'd know. I thought I would too, but I don't. Um, I was thinking. <laughs> Does it have some I, know it always, I didn't realize, I didn't know whether the pink came on first or the blue came on first, because I know there's always a mixture of pink and blue in there, but yeah. the blue is so blue. It's something. Um, oh, and, I, and we need to also mention caladiums. Oh, gosh, they're um, easy, sure. And, 
They're easy, but you need to wait a little bit before you plant them. Buy them today, but don't plant them until the soil warms up a little bit. A little bit warmer, maybe mid-April when the soil is nice and warm. You can sit on it in the shorts, and you don't get real cold when you're sitting on the soil in the shorts in April. Then plant caladiums. They need a little bit of time to get get warmed up before they get into the soil. I was going to say that one of the things, well, I was just saying then, that one of the ways to tell when soil is warm enough to do things is what it feels like when you sit on it. If you can sit on it in your shorts and a T-shirt, it's comfortable, then you can plant caladiums. Right now, it's about time to plant some of these other the daffodils, and uh, not daffodils, but daylilies right now would be a good time to plant them outdoors mm-hmm. because the soil doesn't really matter. Soil temperature doesn't seem to matter to the daylilies, I don't think at all. Right. When you plant these, what, you is f- the, what is the soil temperature supposed to be for caladium? Somebody asked me that, and Man, I don't know. I think easily mid sixties, if not seventy. Okay, warm. Yeah, that's really I, yeah, warm. Warm. That's yeah. what I thought. So, when you plant these, do you fertilize much? What do you do when you plant, Mickey? You can use some of the uh, the starter fertilizers if you want to. There's, we've got a new one called Doctor Earth. Uh huh. And it's uh, Root Zone, I think is the name of it, but it does a good job. It's a really good one. Okay. And you just mix it in the soil a little bit, whatever it says on the mm-hmm. label, mix it in the soil around the, the bulbs or the plants that you're planting in there? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of, if you don't know what to use, that's a good one to use to start. I had a, an email question earlier this week. A lady said, I dug up my, she said, I didn't have any daffodil leaves or blooms this year, but I dug up the bed where they were planted, and all the bulbs were soft and squishy and mushy. Oh. And I thought, uh-oh, somebody got a little too wet there during the wintertime. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it sounds like. So that's they... one of the things that all these plants need is well-drained soil, some soil conditioner that's or some right. grit put in to make sure the soil drains real quickly after a rain does not stay soggy. That's but, right. You're not happy. Yeah, I think that's what happened with her daffodils was it got soggy in the that's wintertime like and rotted. All those fungi and bacteria and things in the soil said, oh, boy, lunch, dinner, and breakfast as that's well. Right. All there with it. They ate Somebody it up. was happy, right? <laughs> it made good uh, soil amendment and nutrition for some <laughs> yeah. other plants around there, maybe. Well, what about classes? Any new classes going on, Mickey? Well, we've got a class at Lindbergh today at 9 o'clock, and mm-hmm. I'm here to do the shade class. We've done shade classes at several stores this week, and they've been real popular. All right. That's been fun. And then we've got a, a, a hydrangea class coming up in April. Oh, so great. watch your um, handouts for that. So and then later this month, I forget which day you and I are going to be at the which store? I don't know. Oh, I still don't know what. I've got a question mark back. Right, I had a question mark in my thing too. Okay, we have a remote broadcast <laughs> coming up soon in decided. April, I think. Yeah. And uh, Mickey and I will be sure and let you know about that when that we'll time let comes. You know. Yeah. But Don't not take, next week because Walter's right. not going to be there. It's not going to be the Milton store because Milton is going to open up a little bit later than the uh, broadcast I think it's going to open in May. That's what I've heard. I okay. don't know whether that's true or All not. Right. We'll look forward to the remote broadcast. We had a great time last weekend at Pike. We did have at fun. Town Lake. That was a super, super fun time to be with you, Mickey. Yeah. All right, then. Let's conclude our, our conversation by saying the one way, the best way, the most wonderful way in the world to find out more information about Pike Nursery, all their locations, all their classes, all the plants <clears throat> that they have, would be where? At pikenursery.com. Of course. Mickey, it's so great to talk to you again. I'll see you next week. Okay. See you right. later. See you Bye. later. Bye-bye. It's 8.43 on a Saturday morning. <clears throat> Excuse me, Jordan. Who? Jordan. 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 Jordan's here with a question about uh, some gardening things. Hey, Jordan. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call, Mr. Reed. Sure. How can I help? Hey, I wanted to call and see. So I've recently become a homeowner um, and went good down deal. to thank you. 
uh, and went down to the local hardware store and got one of their fancy uh, one, two, three books to help me out. Oh, good. Okay. Um, surprisingly, the house also came with a lawn. So <laughs> I'm trying to find something growing up. Uh, I mowed the lawn, yeah. but that's about it. So trying to figure out how to care for it, how to figure out what to plant where and when and care for all the shrubs and bushes we've oh, yeah. got. And so I'm trying to find one resource. That. I know there's tons of uh, resources on the Internet, but trying to find like a single book or something like that. All right. Jordan, I'm trying not to toot my own horn. I'm trying not my best. Well, I called you for a reason. I just tooted my horn. Okay, I do have a book called Month by Month Gardening in Georgia that tells you what to do with your lawns, your shrubs, your trees, your flowers, your perennials, and all those things. So if you care to go to my website, Jordan, and look at the Walter's Bookshelf button and click on that, you might find a copy of Month by Month Gardening in Georgia for sale right there. Oh, fantastic. I think it might be useful for you. Okay. Um, there are a couple of other garden books that I like besides ones that I've written, and one of them that I really refer to more than once in a week would be the Southern Living Garden Book. And it's not about lawns per se, but it's about all the plants and shrubs and flowers you might have in a landscape. And Southern Living, of course, is the magazine's been around for a long, long time, and they have some great suggestions in there. Uh, Steve Bender edited, and he's a wonderful garden writer and knowledgeable gardener over in Birmingham. And so the uh, Southern Living book about gardening is also very good, too. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, sir. I really appreciate it. You bet, Jordan. Thanks so much for calling. We'll see you soon. All righty. He toted his own horn. Uh, Fee is in Stone Mountain and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Fee, hey, good morning. Hey, good morning, Walter. What's thank up? Thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's going on? i uh, got St. Augustine sod that's about two and a half years old. And uh, last fall, we noticed at the end of the, um, in the beginning of the fall, it started uh, having a big brown spot yeah. that was dying, it looked yeah. like. And so it went on. We treated it for fungus and insects. And then it went on um, through the winter. All the sod got dormant, very dormant yeah. this year. And uh, all the grass is coming back except that huge spot, and there's another little one that kind of grew in with it. And, I mean, it's huge. It's six, eight, or bigger foot, you know, not round. It's just an odd shape. And um, Fee, do you go to Biloxi or to Las Vegas or anything? Are you a gambler? No. Well, good, because I, <laughs> I would win this bet. I'm about to win a bet. Uh-oh. I will bet you anything. That the problem is not a disease, it's not brown patch, but is chinch bugs. Because chinch bugs. Chinch bug, the insect that gets in in St. Augustine, uh-huh. is very exactly like you said. It's very symptomatic of what you just described. Big patches, dead, you know, during the fall time. You notice it during the fall, uh-huh. and then it's big patches in the spring, just as everything else is growing up. But they don't green up at all because the chinch bugs ate them and injected the little poison they do into the blades of the leaf. Right. So that's what I think you have. And I'll tell you what I would do okay. is I would go out and start learning how to transplant St. Augustine sprigs, where you take a little foot-long piece of grass that's green, growing, of course, right. when it's greened up a little bit, maybe in uh, early April, and put them in trenches in the ground. Just a little trench you make with your trowel, just make a little slit in the ground, stick a sprig of St. Augustine in there, and do that in all these dead patches, because they're not going to come back readily unless you transplant some St. Augustine in there. Okay. And for the bug control, for the chinch bug control, be real religious about going out in... Uh, mid to late May would be a good time to do this and spray the lawn with a lawn insecticide. 
It's important to do it mid to early June because they're going to get ahead of you if you don't. So mid-May, early June, that's about the time to spray for insects. Look on the label if it says chinch bugs and say Augustine grass. That's the stuff to use. Usually I use one of the hose-in sprayers you put on the end of a garden hose and spray the yard with. Okay. That is all i found that's controlled chinch bugs for me. Okay. That's I thought, what you got. I knew you, had, I knew you had the St. Augustine in your yard, and I thought he's going to be the one to ask. Yeah, and he sometimes has chinch bugs, too, in his yard, so that's why he knows what to say, Fee. I know what it is because I've had it myself. Thanks for calling, Fee. We've got to get out of here. It's 848. We'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves and the lawn and garden advice you need. And a quick weather update brought to you by, <clears throat> again, by Ackerman Security. Today, the rain finishes by the mid-afternoon. We think a little sunshine after that. High today, 74 degrees, low overnight, 52. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. It's going to be a really nice Sunday. High 74, and again, low around 50 tomorrow night. Your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. As I clear my throat and take a drink of water, Rosa joins us. Rosa, hi, good morning. Hey, Walter, good morning. I'll be brief. I want to know if this weekend is good to shape my Vitex tree that I haven't pruned in three years and put down all fertilizer on all foundation evergreens like Pliera, tea olive, Laura Pedalum, or foundation shrubs around the home. My answer will be brief and to the point. Yes and yes. Yes and yes. I can <laughs> this is the weekend. Really? Vitex I thought I'd waited too late on that. Nah, it blooms on new wood. It blooms yes. on new wood, and so you prune it now, and the new wood comes out in spring and summer, and then it blooms in the fall. So nothing wrong with pruning a vitex right now. And then for fertilizing, all the leaves on mine, azaleas and other things are coming out, growing real fast, and so now is mm-hmm. the perfect time to fertilize shrubs as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes and yes. Go do it. Appreciate it. Get to it, Rose. We'll see you. Bye. It's been a great Saturday morning. I have so much fun with Ashley Frasca. She just brings a joy of uh, life into the studio. Jason Byers brings us a joy of music into the studio, and I really appreciate that too, Jason, finding the good music that we listen to during the breaks and during the show as well. Don't forget, today I will be in Jefferson for the Jefferson Foliage Fest. I'll be there at 11 o'clock this morning at the Old Swimming Ground, Old Swimming Pool. Playground there at the uh, park in Jefferson, Georgia, talking about gardening, answering questions about trees and shrubs and lawns. Lots of plants for sale today in Jefferson. Next weekend, we'll be at the Home Show, the 40th annual Atlanta Home Show. We'll be at the Cobb Galleria. Get into the show for free if you know the reliable heating air password at 9 o'clock. And then after that, I'll go to Autumn Hill Nursery at 11 o'clock again for there to see another nursery and lots more questions to be answered there in Woodstock. All these appearances are on my website, WalterReeves.com. Where's Walter? If you didn't get your question answered today, go to my website. Use a couple of words in the search line. I'm sure you'll find an answer there because I've written a bunch of things about gardening in the last 20 years. We'll see you next Saturday morning for another edition of, you guessed it, Lawn and Garden.